0: Hi, I'm Billy Glosson, lead pastor of Coram Church in Morganton, North Carolina, and you're listening to the Coram Deo Podcast, a place to engage with sermons, devotionals, prayer, and everything else we're doing at Coram Deo. Thanks for listening. So we're going to be looking at our core value of glorifying worship, really what it means and what it looks like for us as a body to worship, but also what does it look like for you individually to worship. And so the best place that I want to, I think we could look at that is in Romans chapter 12. So in Romans 12, um, verses 1 and 2, we read, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect." So the Apostle Paul in Romans 12 kind of gives this outline for what it looks like for you and I to be worshipers. Um, kind of showing that worship is not just what we think about on Sunday morning, but worship is an all-of-life um, idea. Really, this value I think kind of reverberates our name. So quorum Deo being a Latin phrase that means before the face of God, meaning I live my life in the presence of God before his face that whatever I do from sunup to sundown from Monday through Sunday is for his glory that I, I whether I'm hanging drywall, whether I am, you know, working with kids, whatever it is I do for a living, I do that for the glory of God. So each of our values, we, we kind of give a, a clear definition of what our value is, and then we talk about how that value works out both in the church gathered, uh, that is, as the church is together on Sunday mornings uh, worshiping, and then also scattered as we move out into our homes, into our workplaces, those kinds of things. So here's how we've defined glorifying worship. Coram Church worships God with our entire lives, gathering as a body and beholding His glory in our region. In the church gathered, it looks like worshipping corporately through preaching, singing, baptism, communion, and the giving of offerings. In the church scattered, it looks like intentionally celebrating the creative work God is doing in our region. So this looks like a couple different things. The question for us this morning is not, do we worship, but rather, who or what do we worship? See, when the focus of our worship is God through Jesus Christ, what it leads to is life and resurrection and restoration. When we bend a knee, however, to the idols of our soul, it leads ultimately to our destruction. You and I, the reality is we were created for worship, right? It's our ultimate purpose to bring glory to God. It's the ultimate purpose of his church to declare God's praises. He has rescued us from darkness and brought us into light. And so we can't help but praise him and lead others to glorify him as well. So worship really is central to the church. So for us specifically at Quorum Deo, again, we focus on two primary aspects of worship. The first is corporate gatherings, right? We we wanna receive God's word. We wanna sing, we wanna pray, we wanna give, we wanna celebrate the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's supper. But the second aspect of worship at Quorum Deo Church is you. It's your individual lives. The people who make up the church is that you go out into your homes, your communities, and spread uh, the good news of Jesus Christ in your spheres of influence throughout the week. But ultimately, the church should lead people to glorify God as they live their entire lives before His face. So we want to encourage people to find ways in which Worship transcends just Sunday morning. We, we, I, I could spend a lot of time. You could go back. I'm going to put a uh, link to uh, a sermon in this description, either in the comments or in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast to a sermon I preached on this specific value that goes more in depth about who we are as a body and the what the structure of our gatherings are how we worship corporately and how important that is but I kind of want to zoom in on you and what does worship look like in the church scattered because lately it's been a lot of the church scattered a couple days ago um, I, last week I posted Several different helpful resources that help with family worship everything from a book that we love called every moment holy Which is liturgies for the everyday different prayers that you can pray from making coffee to changing diapers um, Different resources of uh, puritan prayers and things like that that really help me um, Both individually and then together with our my family like how we can pray together and worship together But I also want to encourage you that you can very much worship God from the deer stand You can very much worship God on the trail. That beholding God's splendor of his creation can stir your heart to worship. During the Reformation, Martin Luther would go from town to town, and he would celebrate and and, and share the good news of Jesus, and people were blown away because for the first time, they were hearing the good news of Jesus Christ in their language. Up to that point, the church had been teaching in Latin, preventing many of the common folk from being able to understand what they were being taught. Luther, as the Reformation went forward, would not only seek to fight to get scripture in people's hands, but would would teach people the good news of Jesus. And everywhere he went, in every town that he went to, they would celebrate and they would make a meal. And as they did. Um, Luther was a brewer and loved to share in local beer, and so he would grab um, whatever the beer was before the feast, he would hold it up and he would say, Guta Creator, which means good creature. The idea was that this feast, this thing, was a creature. It was not a creator. It was a created thing that should stir and inspire our hearts to worship. All that we do can be a form of worship, right? Paul says that we are living sacrifices, that we present our bodies, the whole of who we are, the whole of what we do to the Lord. We can live our lives for his glory. So, I I wanna challenge you to examine your life and answer the question of, is worship a means? What I mean by that is often we see people who kind of participate and celebrate and do worship stuff so that they can get something. Whether that's approval from God or approval from others, um, people looking on and thinking, oh man, this person is so holy. But is, is worship a means to, to something other than reveling in God's goodness? Have you viewed maybe Sundays as something specifically just for you? Right, you want a specific style of music, you want a certain kind of preaching Friend, would you see instead that liturgy, right? The order of our worship is meant to form you to result in your bringing praise and honor to God. And then the question is, as you get a little bit further into your life, what about your life? As you examine your job, your family life, your hobbies, are you kind of recreating, resting in the creative work of the renewal that God is doing in you? And does that bring you to worship him? How can you leverage your hobbies, your interests for the kingdom? How can we participate in the creative work of our city? right? How can we see um, different works of art as the city is kind of working to redo the square here in Morganton? Are we excited about the potential to someday in the future gather again and hear music and celebrate? Honestly, I think many of us should get up in the mountains and see the splendor of God's glory. I think we should, as much as we can, in a safe way, frequent our local establishments. And in so doing, worship the risen King as we behold His glory radiating throughout His creation. But humbly I ask you, is your life one of worship? Are you seeking to make much of Jesus? See, we cling often to things that don't give life don't cling to worthless idols worship is the response of the whole being heart soul mind strength beholding God's glory. It's enabled by the Holy Spirit. There's no aspect of worship apart from God saving, regenerating us. It's fixated on gospel truth. We behold God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. It's directed by God's self-revealing Word. We don't intuitively figure out what pleases God and it involves, yes, both personal and corporate expressions that we worship in all of life as well as in church gatherings. So friends, God wants you to know, live, and glor- know, live and see His glory personally and intimately. He wants you to experience His love and glory through your body and soul. And knowing Him enables us to live with Him. Experiencing Him compels us to live for Him. So friends, I wanna encourage you to be a people of worship, to reimagine your day-to-day life and what it looks like for you to live before the face of God as a living sacrifice, to not be conformed to the patterns of this world which say bend a knee to self, but to bend a knee to the King of Kings. And all that you do, whether you're washing dishes, whether you're folding laundry, whether you're tucking the kids into bed, or whether you're sitting before the Lord silently in contemplative prayer with the word of God open in front of you. Whatever you do, worship God with the whole of your being. Let's be a people of glorifying worship that we give God all the glory in all that we do, whether in word or deed. Let's pray. God, we're so thankful for the hope of the gospel. We're so grateful, Lord, that you have compelled us to be a people that don't just uh, celebrate a little bit on Sundays, but that you have so radically transformed our lives that the whole of who we are is now forever changed, that we worship you in all we do and all we say with the whole of our being. Send us out from here to be a people of peace, a people who worship. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Corum Deo podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or our website, CoramDeoNC.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for a bigger picture inside the life of the church. Grace and peace be with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.